Well, I'm Sister Catherine Gray. Uh, many, many people know me as Sister Kit. That's a name from my family, and I often wondered how it would last when I was older. Well, I'm older, and it's lasting. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here uh, be, to support this effort to really share how people in different places are bringing their faith to work. And I'm delighted to be in the company of Dan and Kim tonight. Thanks. 20 years I've spent in congregational leadership, and most recently 10 years as the General Superior or the President of the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange. And during those 10 years, I was seven years Chair of the Health, uh, Chair of the Board of St. Joseph Health System. So it's faith meets profession in a big way. <laughs> in these settings, as a person, as a sister of St. Joseph of Orange, and in those ministries of General Superior and Chair of the Board, every interaction and decision was an opportunity for me to express gospel values and the ideals of the Sisters of St. Joseph. Some things from those years stand out, and some were hits, and some were misses. One is that we had, as a board, made some changes in executive compensation, and they were initially not well received, not really just because of the numbers, but because we had not um, developed that program with as much consultation as we espouse and our employees had come to expect. So I held listening session after listening session to live here their disappointment and to get their input and to go back to the board so that we could have a compensation package that was more consistent with our values. We were um, the object of a very public national campaign by a union. And during four years, I had to discern and articulate and listen and meet with people who were telling us that we were not being true to Catholic social teaching or to our own ideals. And we had to, to maintain our integrity in the midst of that. In another venue, we, uh, I helped to lead the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange through the Vatican's Apostolic Visitation, which had some challenging aspects as well. But what I want to focus my remarks on is developing a formation program to ensure that the gospel values, Catholic social teaching, and the values of the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange will continue to be expressed and lived out in every service and facility that is part of St. Joseph Health System. Now that requires just a little bit of history. People tease me all the time that I'm big on context, big on history. But it's really important. St. Joseph Health System began with one hospital in Eureka in 1920. Today, it includes 10 organizations in California and Texas and New Mexico, acute care hospitals, clinics, home health and hospice, 20,000 employees. Currently, all the CEOs are lay men. We've had some lay women CEOs, but just currently they are all lay men. And there are a few sisters at the local facilities. So it's imperative 
that we think about how to inculcate the values so that they will extend beyond our presence in this Catholic health ministry. So back to that little hospital in Eureka in 1920. That hospital and other hospitals that were acquired over the years was run like a family business. Sister Superior was Sister Administrator. She had the key to the building, controlled the money, and hired the staff. She and the sisters who ministered there made all the decisions. And although others worked with them, I mean, we never were the whole staff, although others worked with them, the sisters really dominated. They were the owners, they were sisters, and often it was their personality as well, and what they brought to the ministry, their commitment. They saw this work as ministry. Healthcare was an expression of the healing ministry of Christ. And a hospital was really a sacrament. It was a sign of Christ's presence in the community. Healthcare was extended to everybody, no matter race, cultural background, ethnicity, religion, or any other criteria. The work was their ministry. In the late 1960s, as many of us, judging by our hair, might remember, the world, religious communities, and healthcare really began to change. Vatican II impacted the lifestyle of religious communities, lay wards were instituted, healthcare was changing in terms of buildings, technology, reimbursement, numbers of people to be served, varieties of services to be provided. In the 1970s, fewer women were entering religious communities. Sisters that were there were older, and many of them were doing other ministries. Fewer sister administrators were available. What were we going to do to make sure that our values, our legacy, was in this health system? We started the health system in the 1980s with some very specific goals. To strengthen our healthcare ministry, to stabilize its organization and finances, to institutionalize, to structure ways that sisters could influence this that were different than personality, you know, or different than just sister said. We wanted to institutionalize those, structure those in. And we wanted to intentionally partner with lay colleagues at every level of the organization. The big insight and takeaway, we're supposed to offer that, is that we had to be more and more explicit about our Catholic history, identity, and values. If you are not explicit, your successors aren't going to know what legacy to carry on. This is true, I think, of the church, of our families, and other organizations. So what have we done about that? And again, I look at uh, the other speakers. I know that you've articulated values. Very important first step. Our values are dignity, service, excellence, and justice. But they're on the wall. We developed a set of value standards, very specific behaviors. How will we know when people are treated, being treated with dignity? Some of the things you mentioned definitely are those behaviors. But how will we know? How will our managers express that? How will our employees experience it? Value standards. 
And these specific behaviors helped us to be, or became the basis for the recruitment, the selection, the orientation and evaluation of everyone associated with St. Joseph Health System. It was the basis for compensation, budget, annual recognition program, development of orientation, training and formation. So, one of the biggest things that we did in 1998, and here it is, Sisters of St. Joseph, but it's also me, myself and three other people, we developed and piloted a formation program for senior leaders of our health system as a way to pass on the identity and values that we care so much about. I, we, the four of us, we brought everything about ourselves as Catholics and CSJs and our past ministry experience to the development of that program. It's based on the, the understanding and the commitment to our shared baptismal call to holiness and service. Sisters are not better than other folks. We are all called to holiness and service. The role of the lady is to be light and leaven in our world. The sense that we're all church and that here was a huge ministry of the church that now is in the hands of all of us. So the program is explicitly a formation program to, to help people be ministers of Catholic health care in the tradition of the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange. I can talk more specifically about that. It's a 12-month program. We build community. We foster prayer and reflection. We provide a lot of input. We ask people to do what we call a mission integration project that brings it home, that makes it practical. The program includes things like theological foundations of Catholic health care, tools for self-awareness, ethical decision-making, uh, the social teachings of the church. What's the impact of this program? On individuals, people have consistently said, it's deepened my spirituality. It's deepened their appreciation and commitment to their own faith or their own faith tradition, no matter what it is, you know, in healthcare, we have everything in our employee base. It's given people an increased sense of ownership and responsibility for the mission of St. Joseph Health System. What's the impact on our organization? Over 1,200 employees have been participated in the program. Those 1,200 employees have impacted hundreds of others in their units, departments, and services. And then there's a whole series of spin-off programs that have developed because of this. More importantly, I, we, are confident that St. Joseph Health System will continue its mission of extending the healing ministry of Jesus in the tradition of the Sisters of St. Joseph of Orange. So how is this applicable to you? First, I think it's naming, claiming, and sharing your mission values, being explicit how these values are expressed in behaviors, and giving resources to employee formation. This is, I think, one example of where profession meets faith in a concrete way. Thank you.